What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Mallory, the chosen one, but I'm still down to have a little fun. This is the Yahweh or Yahweh podcast, a safe space to have conversation without condemnation for our generation. And today, we got my boyfriend in the building, (laughs) otherwise known as that guy from TikTok. If y'all seen his TikTok blowing up, this him. Please don't be in the comments asking me. Otherwise known as CG to go, CG the rapper that's doing the most. Introduce yourself. Tell them who you are, what you do, all that good jazz. <laughs> My <laughs> I knew he was gonna come in here and play. Uh, I'm CG the Goat. Um, <laughs> I am a rapper. I've been making music for about ten years. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's me. I don't know what else they want to know. Jesus. <laughs> And he's a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm giving him a hand. That too. That too. <laughs> Period. So we got him on the set today. Um, just a little backstory about how we met. I wish I could give y'all this elaborate love story. Like we met in the grocery store. He went for the grapes and I did too. And our hands touched at the same time. But that's not how it happened. We met on BLK. Thank you, Jesus. So <laughs> I like our love story. I like our love story too. I like to tell people we met on social media because BLK mm-hmm. is like a social media site. For dating? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's wrong with just saying be okay? I don't know. It just sounds <laughs> dirty. Feel like a sinner's app. Right. After you told me what they be using it for. Yeah. Because I was trying to get cuffed up. He was doing some other business somewhere. Some kind I of investigation. was doing <laughs> the work of the Lord. Hey. Please. <laughs> so he was preaching the gospel on be okay. Then he mm-hmm. met me and we teamed up. So how about that? Okay. So anyway... I'm breaking my own rules, so I'm touching the microphone. So if y'all are listening to this, we got some strict rules today. We're not going to be messing with the audio. So I want y'all to have a clear, what it, I, I was going to say vision, a clear what? Audio? Clear audio experience. Period. All around <laughs> Like the movie theaters. Okay, so we got some good topics today. So I just want to give my guest the floor of his experience of going to a Christian private school. So you went to <clears throat> Harding Academy, is it? Yeah, Harding Academy was the um, Christian the school. high school. Mm-hmm. And I also went to, uh, shout out, New Hope, New uh, Hope Christian Academy. What is that? Frazier. Elementary? Yeah, my Christian elementary school. Oh, so you did the whole One academia. Okay, come on now. No child <laughs> left behind. One through 12. They left me behind, y'all. Because when I tell y'all I'm not the best at math, he crack on me all the time about that. <laughs> he was like, he going to give me some flashcards. Him and my mama done teamed up. She's going to give him some flashcards the next time she see him. Yeah. I'm tired of them. They be We're going to work me. on the times tables. My thing is, my thing is, don't nobody know that. Right out of their head. And if you do, God, that's one of God's <laughs> gifts that he gave to you. Okay. Good job. Okay. I'm proud of you. Right. So math is not my strong suit. But I did want to ask you, mm-hmm. how did going to a Christian private school kind of shape your relationship with God? Um, Well, I feel like it basically gave me like a head start mm-hmm. on my faith mm-hmm. and just being like a follower of God. Mm-hmm. It was basically like um, going to church five days a week mm-hmm. because every time you went to school, you know, we had like Bible class mm-hmm. and we had chapel and it was just a really good way of like early on. Mm-hmm. Just not instilling only, those values. In yeah. It. Not only like learning the stories, but also like how to different ways to like interpret the stories mm-hmm. and just like all the teachers, like you could mm-hmm. tell they really cared ah. in my elementary school and my high school. Like mm-hmm. it was a good way to just see people like walking, like how you should be mm-hmm. as a Christian and how you should be walking with mm-hmm. God, like in your day to day, like. And you could really tell that the teachers cared not only in terms of like teaching their lesson, but mm-hmm. like 
showing making us sure you how get, to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, and live in the world and be a good citizen yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah. I remember you talking about the golden rule. I didn't even know what that was until, like, a couple months ago. Like, yeah. you were saying that they talked a lot about that. What is yeah. the golden rule, if anybody doesn't know? The golden rule is do unto others as you would have them do unto do you. Do unto you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool beans. Basically. So when you say that the teachers really care, I love that because Memphis City Schools, they threw us to the woods, child. <laughs> I don't know what they had us doing, but yeah. they, you could tell like certain teachers care more than others mm-hmm. or some like kind of made connections with the students that were beyond a teacher, but more like a mentor. Did you kind of feel that way from your teachers? Definitely. Um, it was something that, to be honest, mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't fully take advantage of. Mm. When I was younger, mm-hmm. because when you're young, you just like you don't really you don't care. know what's like, really you, yeah, what you're you really just, missing out on. <laughs> right, you just you don't know what you got till yeah. like you get older and yeah. you look back like, man, I really had like teachers that care. <laughs> yeah, and then you hear other people's stories and it's uh-huh. like, oh wow, my school wasn't like that at all. Like mm. my teachers was really like, like, like really you didn't cared. really get to connect with them on like a deeper level other than like school work. Yeah, not really, and I feel like I could have even but, in like, high school. Like once you finally got up, nah, because in high school I was just worried about. Looking cool. Working out and Please. girls and <laughs> Call of Duty and whatnot. So You keep... know other girls? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're right. That's, I misspoke. <laughs> just working out and video games, actually. No girls. You play too much. Okay, so I love that. So just the fact mm-hmm. that knowing that they actually cared about y'all's upbringing and stuff like that. So I always wonder about Christian school. When people say, oh, I went to a private school or I mm-hmm. went to Christian school. I went to public school. So mm-hmm. I've always wondered what's so different about the curriculum like that they teach. Like, how did they incorporate the Christian values or like just knowledge about God into different subjects. Like when y'all went to recess, did they have like demonstrations of y'all walking on water? <laughs> like what was the thing? What was going on? Nah, I mean it was it was normal school. Like mm-hmm. it was math, it was science, but we also had like Bible class. Mm. Every year that I went to school we had Bible class. In each subject or no, like just a whole class dedicated to the Bible. And it was called Bible class. Yeah. What if somebody failed it? They going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> you go to hell and you get expelled. Oh actually. my god! <laughs> so, really both. important. Really important that you pass a Bible class. <laughs> Please, you go to hell and you get expelled. But, He's um, kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Well, um, what was you asking me? Um, just how they yeah, just, incorporated just, um, it into the curriculum. Like I said, just, just Bible class. Like you go mm-hmm. in and um, they assign passages in the Bible mm-hmm. to read. You come back. Get quizzed on it. You got oh, the, wow. Yeah, that type of thing. Every You know, the Bible teacher has, like, a different lesson. Uh-huh. That's why I said it's like church, but uh-huh. every five days a week, you know what I'm saying? That's and we cool. also have, like, chapel uh-huh. where it's more like— When you say chapel, is that y'all gathering for a service? Yeah, like the whole school gathers, and, um, like, we'll sing songs. and. So that was y'all pep rallies? We had we had real pep rallies. I was rallies gonna too. say that. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. No, for the cha- school, my mama. We had pep rallies, but chapel was like a normal, like mm-hmm. weekly thing. Like, oh, okay, just yeah. a gathering of y'all. Mm-hmm. That's lit. Because I always wondered like how they incorporated that into mm-hmm. the lessons. Because the only thing I could think of was like if you go to choir class, y'all of course y'all singing gospel songs. That too. Yeah, I yeah. was in a uh, choir. We called it right. acapella. Oh, okay, fancy uh, <laughs> Christian's good. So he was in the acapella, baby, and he wasn't playing no games. So last question that I have about this topic mm-hmm. is what was your experience kind of navigating through puberty, like peer pressure, and just coming into yourself um, while also trying to attend Harding Academy? 
Uh, that's a loaded question. I know. Like, was it hard? Like, were people or because I know when you're younger, you don't really take faith as serious as you should. Mm -hmm. So I guess it was like y'all always on the same playing field. But were there any like bad apples kind of like worse off than others? Like, oh, definitely. I mean, you definitely had like the students that were more devout than mm -hmm. others mm -hmm. and then you had the students that was kind of just there because their parents sent like regular high and school they, yeah, <laughs> and they, they didn't really care uh -huh. i feel like i was somewhere in between like yeah. i wasn't a heathen but i wasn't like <laughs> a bible thumper yeah um but um i, I would say it was it's regular relatively normal mm -hmm. compared to like like how other all the other stuff that up. you got to deal with uh -huh. going through school and you know being a teenager and all yeah. that type of jazz but yeah. I feel like you definitely, it was definitely like, you're going to go this way, you're mm -hmm. going to go Yahweh, you're going to go Yahweh. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as like the expectation goes from like older people that are like in your family, like mm -hmm. your parents and different stuff like that, that they kind of have a more expectations put on you based on, because Christian private school, I know it's like costly. Any mm -hmm. private school is costly. Like, was there more of a expectation on you to pass and get the grade and different stuff like that? Just because I can hear a black mama in my head right now. Don't go to that school acting crazy, wasting my money. Because you need to make sure you on top of it all. Because if you don't make a certain grade, can't they like kick you out? Yeah, you actually, um, so my Ella, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. So my, <laughs> My elementary school, if I remember correctly, uh, you get like certain scholarships uh -huh. and you got to get uh, a certain you got to keep a certain uh, GPA in order to maintain mm. like the main scholarships mm -hmm. because they largely paid for mm. the uh, high school, mm -hmm. which means like my parents had to pay hardly nothing as long yeah. as you keep up like a certain oh, okay. uh, GPA. Which That's lit. So do you feel like it was more of an expectation on you? For that reason, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but. I did not maintain. <laughs> <laughs> but you went there all your years yeah, of school, I did. though. I mean, they ended up having to pay a little more than they probably wanted to. Poor but, parents. Uh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was definitely an expectation. I mean, you mm -hmm. knew, like, I didn't, I mean, you didn't fully know the gravity mm -hmm. of it when you was a kid, but mm -hmm. you knew, like, what you had, mm -hmm. and you knew, like, this was an opportunity. Yeah, and that you really nobody else is getting of it. Yeah. type stuff. But okay. I was still a kid, so it was kind of like... Yeah, you was off. like, eh, right. <laughs> it ain't nothing, man. kind of winging it. Well, thank you. So that kind of mm -hmm. opens up our eyes to, like, outsiders who didn't get that experience, people mm -hmm. who went to, like, regular school their whole life, like public school. So I always wanted to know that. So thanks for coming on and talking about it. So I want to switch gears to our mental health segment. Mm -hmm. Mental health matters so y'all <laughs> this is a heavy shift so I want to talk about I just want to share some mental health struggles that kind of like we both have had in the past mm -hmm. and some advice that you would give to any man that's out there experiencing like any hardships or any struggles as far as the mental health department goes and I can kind of shed some light on just any struggles with women that may be going through the same thing. So I'll share my experience first. Mm -hmm. I talk a lot on the podcast about how when I started experiencing depression, I never thought that it felt like that. So around this time last year, not around this time, probably like earlier in the year, like around like March last year, I was experiencing a lot of depression and I didn't know my purpose mm -hmm. and different stuff like that. And I was like feeling empty and I was feeling lost. Like I've never felt so empty before. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I had a lot of stuff that was taking kind of like a, more of a front seat 
than God was in my life. Like I was really drinking heavy. I was really smoking heavy mm. before he kind of gave me my purpose. And I just felt this emptiness inside of me. And I remember talking to my mom and I was like, mom, I don't know what to do to get myself out of this. I don't know what to do to make sure I'm not in a funk like this or make sure I just want to keep on going. Cause mm. like ultimately depression leads to suicidal thoughts. And I know that Definitely. we don't really like to talk about mental health uh, as much in the Christian community, because that leads to things like you enrolling in therapy, but please don't get the wrong idea of just thinking, Oh, I, this is just a spiritual battle. It's not just spiritual. It's mental. Like God didn't make the whole profession of therapy up for no reason because mm -hmm. it had to start somewhere for a concept and it's a tool that can actually help you. So if you're like going through a hard time and you're like experiencing like just negative thoughts or negative self image of yourself, I would, the advice that I would give to anybody is to first give it to God. Start spending time and prioritizing your time that you have with him, like just alone time and get into therapy, y'all, because therapy really helped me kind of sort through some things in my mind about my habits, like the things that I was saying yes to my boundaries. It kind of like breaks down every single little part mm -hmm. and it kind of helps you like put like think about it like as luggage you know how like when people show up to relationships whether it be relationships like platonic or like boyfriend girlfriend anything mm -hmm. like that they're always showing up with luggage like therapy was a way for me to like kind of make sure my luggage in my case was like my clothes was folded because mm -hmm. they was like busting out so it just you trying to go through life and use these substances like you're not gonna find your answers at the bottom of a bottle i promise you you're not like because when you come down off of being drunk when you come down off of being high those problems are still going to be there. So I would the advice that I would give to somebody who is in that situation is first look for God. Um, look around your circle. Make sure that your friendships are helping you grow and not keeping you stagnant or not bringing you down. Um, try to make sure that you're hanging around people who actually love you and actually like want to see you do well in life. Um, and just make sure you're in therapy and, and I say also make sure you're eating healthy and going to the gym and different stuff. Don't laugh. <laughs> Cause this Mr. Health man over here, he know I don't be eating healthy sometimes. <laughs> I just had a five piece. <laughs> I try. <laughs> so what we do is I'm going to give y'all the advice and y'all do what y'all can. Cause I'm going to do the best with what I got. <laughs> So I'ma let you go. <laughs> um I feel Share like Share some of your experiences and then tell them what they okay, would do. Okay. I mean, I've been dealing with depression on and off mm -hmm. for like at least ten years. As long and as you've been <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not funny, we play too much. <laughs> but um I like what you said about it being more than like a spiritual thing, mm -hmm. it's also like a mental thing. And the thing about it being mental is you're not born with a complete understanding of how your brain works. Yeah. And I just encourage people to, like, do your research. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm the king of, you know, I'm the king of Google and, Child, and I know. YouTube and, and even TikTok. And now they, mm -hmm. I think they say TikTok was it like a bigger a search, search engine, engine than Google last life. year. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. But TikTok yeah, do your good. research mm -hmm. and just, like, anything that they tell you, mm -hmm. most of what, they, what you see and what they tell you, it is useful. I think a lot of people get... Um, they 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 think that you do one or two of them things and mm -hmm. they should be cool when you do those things like in isolation mm -hmm. it don't really have much of an effect mm -hmm. but if you spending time with god mm -hmm. if you eating healthier if you exercise mm -hmm. and if you talking to somebody that love you if you like 
Yeah, all kind of works together. Yeah, it all work. Like it's ten small things mm-hmm. to make like a huge difference. If you're yeah. taking your vitamins and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, um, taking my vitamins actually helped me. Like it's this thing called yeah. seasonal depression. Yeah, baby, I've been popping in vitamin D's and it's coming again. It I hope it don't get me. They say vitamin D lack of vitamin D deficiency is like a direct. Link is directly linked to um, depression. See, I didn't know that. It's the research coming in handy. Right. You got to take it. You Definitely. Take but um, since you 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 mentioned um, like men and women, mm-hmm. like, I, I guess to be gender specific, for the men, um, I feel like it's like I always see online, like on Twitter, like they always talk about like how men when they in like a bad mood or when mm-hmm. they dealing with they going with something, they always like take it out. Mm-hmm. On their partners, yeah, and I just really—I mean, that's messed up for one. Like, I—I yeah. re- I just really encourage men to like take all the time you need to be alone mm. and just understand what you're going through and understand like how to deal with it. Like, mm-hmm. be proactive. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And act, and I'm chiming on that. Actually, knowing who you are, yeah, like mm-hmm. helps because I feel like it's a lot of men out here like getting into relationships and getting into situationships before they even know who they are, and they're looking for the answer to who they are inside of a partner. Mm-hmm. And it's just a bad recipe because when they don't equal up to what you thought it would be, mm-hmm. now you're ready to jump to the next person. And that's not healthy either because now everybody out here with a piece of you. Right. So I just feel like it's really important for men to actually know their purpose before bringing a woman into it. Mm, you know? Definitely. But I'm going to let you tell them a little bit more about <laughs> some stuff they can do. Like, because I, um, I know you're a big health person yeah. and everybody don't possess that, y'all. I don't have... And I wouldn't say I don't have no self-control, but I wasn't raised to eat a salad every day. <laughs> like, I'm I'm just trying to work on one thing at a time. And that's one thing I want to stress also when it comes to mental health. You mentioned that it's like 10 little things that you should do in mm-hmm. order to make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like don't let that overwhelm you. Take one thing at a yeah, time. Sure. So the one thing that's been working for me is I'll, one week I work on making sure I'm not smoking or drinking. Mm-hmm. That's down packed. Then the next week maybe I'll fill in that time with going to the gym, mm-hmm. like replacing it with something healthy. And then make sure the next week I'm working on my eating habits and making sure I'm being mindful of my eating habits. And then, like you said, like as time goes on, mm-hmm. you start to develop those habits and it starts to become like more and more of a routine for you. Because we don't want to like tell people oh you got like you got to do about 10 things we need about 20 <laughs> right like right. i don't want y'all to have too much dip that's on your that's not chip. what i was trying to say <laughs> so, i was just saying all i was trying to say when i said that was don't do one thing mm-hmm. and be like i'm cured ah, that ain't work or, or that too oh, yeah a lot of people do one thing they try uh-huh. eating healthy and they still sad and they be like ah don't nothing work but it's like you did one thing right <laughs> it's like you only gave it like what I did. <laughs> <laughs> he hit my table. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know, like, figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Y'all wear y'all way. Figure it out. Whatever works but you for do you, have though. To figure it out. You really like, have to figure it out. It's not something not that's just going, you can't pray it away. Yeah. You can't just, What's the one day thing? I'm going to be better. Like, you got to put in the work. Yeah. It's the work being happy. She tried to sleep it away. But it, she tried to work it away. She tried to smoke it away. She tried to buy some new stuff. It didn't work. It didn't make it and better. for my people out there that's always buying something new to make yourself feel better, that's not going to fill the void. That's a quick 
Like it's, like it's a quick seconds. fix. Like literally, I've done that, and I'd be like, "Yay, new items!" Mm. Oh, they're old now. <laughs> like, and now I'm back depressed, and right. I got less money. Right. So I figured I I I, I, I say this. Because as I minister to y'all, I'm ministering to myself, try to figure out the root of the problem. I was mm-hmm. literally having a come to Jesus moment just yesterday. I was sitting in my car and I was like, I was talking to myself. I was like, what drives you to drink? Let's get to the root of the problem so we your don't triggers. add. Exactly. Like making sure you know your triggers so we don't add any other things onto it. So mm-hmm. say I'm depressed. I'm finna drink. Boom. Now you didn't keep drinking. <laughs> now you got a drinking problem. No, you got to get rid of that first. And now you got to feel stuff and actually be present with yourself to see, like, what was the actual root cause of the thing that's making me drink? Mm. Like, you need to get to the root of it. And I feel like most of the times we try to run away from ourselves. We try to fill up our time with hanging out with friends or hanging out with family. Baby, be by yourself for a little bit. Hear your heartbeat. Look at yourself in the mirror for about five minutes and see what you see. Mm-hmm. Point out things you like. Point out things you don't. Point out things you need to change. I be talking to myself. It be a whole, it's a race skit in the mirror. Me and me, myself, yeah, and I, that's all I got. In the end, that's all I found out. And, that's, and, 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 and that talking in the mirror time reminded me of um, what I didn't mention is, you know, I be going on my long walks. Mm-hmm. And anytime you like by yourself mm-hmm. and you being still and you being quiet, that's an opportunity for God to creep in and like make his presence known. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there we go. We got some to real make, content. Right, <laughs> make make his presence known and like speak to you. Yeah. However, whatever you need to say, however you gonna do it, that's when he's and and also that's a really good time to just pray mm-hmm. and just try to like clear your head. Definitely. And that's really good for depression because depression is just like a whole lot of thoughts piled right, up just into you. You being like overwhelmed with like negative thoughts. <sighs> we got so, to start speaking positively too over ourselves. Yeah. Like that song, encourage yourself. That gospel song, I don't know who sing it, but bless her because literally some days you literally do have to encourage yourself because. <laughs> know about y'all but i be getting tired of texting people with the same old stuff like sometimes you'll ask me you'll be like good morning baby how you feeling today i'll be like <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you should be saying anything i can't take it no more but i'll be like i'm all right You're right i'm doing just, good babe i be tired Emotion. of like telling people the same stuff like i don't want to exhaust my resources or like yeah. bog my circle down because that's just the impact for me because i always think about how my response will make somebody else feel and i know i need to stop doing that because we all need each other and we all need encouragement but sometimes encourage yourself in the lord like the lord will like give you encouragement and he'll give you strength to pull yourself up out out of whatever situation y'all when i tell you god can change your situation you just have to start prioritizing him and then figuring out where did all these broken pieces come from like our lives are literally like broken mirrors and you just got to figure out how to put all the pieces back together mm-hmm. and take it back to the store and return it for the new one period so that's our segment on <laughs> mental health <laughs> i hope y'all learned something because i feel like <sighs> Figure it out. <laughs> figure it Hashtag out. Figure it out. So we're going to slide to the last topic. So since we are a couple, I had to put a little couple question on here. So last topic, how do we handle... You hot? <laughs> how do we handle conflicts and disagreements in a way that reflects Christian values and reconciliation? Mm. You want me to go first or you want you to go first? My name. Oh, <laughs> I think that God. 
That's my fifth time. I think that um, I think that God Himself and also in the Bible, they tell you exactly how you're supposed to love. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know it verbatim, but you know, love is patient, love mm-hmm. is kind, doesn't envy, doesn't. That's verbatim. Thank and, you. <laughs> it's like a lot more though. Yeah. It's like twenty more things, but um. I feel like if you follow that, I feel like that'll tell you everything you need to know. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people, they grow, I feel like we grow up getting like bad examples of love. Mm-hmm. Like, some people grow up in like broken homes, but I feel like if you look to the Bible for how you're supposed to love your partner, like, it's right there. And not just that verse, there's plenty mm-hmm. of other examples yeah. of, of, um, of love in the Bible. But, um, yeah, I feel like our love is like fickle. <laughs> You see me trying to come. I was like, I'm trying to. Hey, buddy. That's <laughs> not trying. what I asked. How is it not? How is it not? The question Well, you is, asked me specifically, what is reconciliation? Do we, how do we handle? Oh, me? Like, personally? Us. Oh, I'm sorry. I was speaking, like, generally. Generally, I know. Um, I was like, when is this coming around? <laughs> I was like, please. I was Y'all, we play too much. I'm only grilling him because it's my boyfriend. <laughs> Right, but um, I'm sorry. Us personally, I mean, communication. Period. I feel like that. I feel like communication when I first met you was a no for me. Yeah. Like the communication scale, you were on a ten and I was on a like four. First of all, I didn't come from a relationship where we talked, we screamed at each other. So that was the only communication (laughs) I knew. And when I saw that that was not working in this relationship, I was like. Well, what? Because you used to always want to talk. You'd be like, "You want to talk about it, babe?" I'd be like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> I'm like, "What are we talking be about?" Dying inside, right? Like, and it used to kill me because I used to be like, "What do we always want to talk about? What are we talking about? Mm. What is talking gonna do?" <laughs> but this just in: local woman finds out talking through situations <laughs> actually <laughs> helps relationships. <laughs> so I feel like, as far as forgiveness and reconciliation goes, forgiveness is like the <coughs> like the main. Yeah, it's like the main topic of the Bible because God is just going through his life showing us how to be just forgiving of each other and showing us how to extend grace to each other. So Mm -hmm. I feel like bringing that into your actual relationship is monumental. Yeah, just being, like I said, communication, being Mm -hmm. open, Mm -hmm. being truthful. Yeah. And then being like, I think I feel like forgiveness is like a really big thing yeah. because it's easy to just like hold on to your anger and, huh, hold on and to, it's easy in this society to just kick somebody to the side if yeah, they're not doing like, that's everything. That's like the norm. Yeah, definitely. And it's like it's the culture it of dating. Yeah. It's not it. Because if somebody if somebody is trying their best mm-hmm. and they're you see that they are trying to change and trying to love you and different stuff like that, I feel like there's always room for reconciliation. And there's always room for an apology. Like the people always say forgive and don't forget. But at the end of the day, if I don't forget kind of what you did to me, I'm going to still be mad. So I'm going to try to forget and forgive. So I feel like what works for us is that we always try to give each other grace. And I feel like we never let too long of a period go by after we do have like a spurt. You got to be quick to forgive. Yeah, because like literally we came to this like last Sunday. We were leaving church (laughs) and I was hungry and I was sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) That was so stupid. We were both tired. We was both tired. I was exhausted. I don't know how we was tired because we got eight hours of sleep. Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird day. I was like, we was how tired are we at cranky? Ch- we was tired at church. Here <laughs> <laughs> come the devil for you. He right behind you. <laughs> so being, just making sure you're not letting too much time pass before like reconciliation because he, 
I'm gonna snitch on you. What? I'm telling them the whole story. So we was no, leaving church. I thought you was. Okay, so y'all know them little picks that you use, like little <laughs> flossers, and you like put them in between your teeth or whatever. He always used his those. And what it, we ate at my mama house, and we mm, was on the way home. First of all, okay, I wasn't hungry then. I was mm. just sleepy. I was ready for a nap. After yeah. I eat, I'm taking a nap. So we on the way from my mama house after eating. It's stuffing his teeth, and he like, baby, you got one of them picks. I look at him like, why would I have one of them picks? We in the car. Yeah. I was like, I do got some regular floss for you though. Mm. This was, millennial don't know how to. Use. <laughs> and I was trying to use a card. He he was trying worked. to use a card, but I was like, why are you using that when we have actual floss? So I yeah. pulled the floss from the little box that it comes in, and he was like, I don't know how to use floss, <laughs> baby. So I'm I'm annoyed at this point. I'm like, let me show you how to do it. How you don't know how to use floss? Are you stupid? Right. And that was so mean to say, but he was just like, he took the floss. <laughs> <laughs> balled it up and threw it on my side of the car like I'll show you stupid and I'm just like that's so annoying because now you're going to keep living on not knowing how to use actual floss so we, I was more annoyed at that and then I drove 15 minutes just to spite you I guess I drove 15 minutes home with just meat in my teeth Ugh, like I was like I know this teeth. meat in your teeth is driving you crazy because it would be driving me crazy <laughs> so I just I looked over at him I was like I'm sorry for calling you stupid. He was like, I'm sorry for getting upset. <laughs> and then we just held hands the rest of the ride. And then I went to sleep when I got home. And we were cool. Oh, the rest you got of the an day. all button? Hmm? You got an all button? No, I can no. make it for you. Um, <laughs> I, I should add that on here. Thanks. Yeah. But my little roadcast the cool, y'all. You can add little sounds. Just a little caveat. What you want to press? Because you look like you want to press. Yeah, I, was, okay. I was looking to see if you had an all button at first. I actually don't. I'm going to add yeah. that sound on there. Mm. But yeah, I do it. Um, <laughs> they love us. But yeah, just making sure not too much time goes by <laughs> when you are in the process of forgiving. You in this cough. You got gingivitis. Yeah, um, gingivitis is that? No, wait, that's some teeth stuff. And that's the pod, folks. Bronchitis. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Okay, so anyway, y'all, that's all our topics for today. I'm about to read the daily devotional. So I decided to bring this back for this episode in the My God Today book. If you want to get this book, order it on Amazon. What's today? September 20th? Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Okay, so y'all know this book. If you haven't seen an episode of me reading anything from this book, it's just cool little 365-day devotionals. It gives you a song every time you get a devotional. This Cardi B lyric, it say, Why would I hop in some beef mm. when I can just hop in a Porsche? Mm. Please. <laughs> <laughs> He be making fun of me when I do that on the podcast. Okay, so have you ever been in a situation where you were being messy? Perhaps you thought, oh, here we go. That's that dyslexia. <laughs> Perhaps you were that messy kid in grade school who always yelled, ooh, fight, 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 in hopes of escalating the situation. Maybe you were the mean girl who would call somebody and talk to another friend while they were silently listening on three-way. Perhaps when your siblings were arguing, you were always the one they called in hopes of getting a co-signer for their foolishness. They know you'll jump right in the middle of the drama and maybe even adapt it as your own. Have you ever stopped to ask yourself why you're so quick to hop in some beef? Do you not have better things to do than hop in drama? Mm -hmm. I want to challenge all of my messy people to come a little higher. As exciting as it may feel to hop in some beef, I want you to consider the time and energy that goes towards it. What exactly are you getting out of beef aside from elevated blood pressure, decreased peace, and a strained relationship with one or more individuals? How far along might you be now if you refuse to engage in petty foolishness and use that same passion to advance your life to a better place? 
mm, she's just red, y'all. <laughs> I think you have hope. I think you have dope ideas, dreams, and goals that you could be working on instead. But you're wasting your precious time, and I don't like that. Neither does God. But don't take my word for it. <laughs> what he said. Keep your hands. You're right. I thought that was the one. No. Okay, go ahead. We have switched dimensions. Oh, that's right. Look. There we go. There we go. Stay over there. <laughs> now I got to cut this squeaky voice off. Okay, go ahead. That's my favorite voice, though. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, that's the daily devotional. So, um, it says read Proverbs 6. Chapter 6, verse 16 through 19, if y'all want a more in-depth depiction of what's going on. So, we finna play Bible charades. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are never ready for my games. Okay, so charades, y'all, is just basically you demonstrating something, and then the person is guessing it. Don't be looking over here at my answers. Lord. He's sweating. Okay, so if you are a listener, y'all gonna have to watch this on YouTube because with charades, mm-hmm. I may give you a hint mm-hmm. of a word. Mm-hmm. But if y'all are listening, you may want to come to YouTube to see what's going on. Okay, so Bible charades. I'm gonna I give feel you- like, hold I feel like this, I didn't heard y'all play a lot of games. I feel like this is the hardest one that y'all done did. This is the first time that we are playing. That's why it's the hardest one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Yahweh and Yahweh podcast. So if you are watching, CG the GOAT is about to play charades, <laughs> Bible charades on the Yahweh and Yahweh podcast. Okay, so I'm going to set it up for you. So mm. I'm somebody in the Bible. Everybody mm. know this story. I'm going to do my demonstration mm-hmm. and you tell me what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to do the best I can. <laughs> That's a slingshot. Okay, who used the slingshot in the Bible? That would be Sir David versus Goliath. You got it right. See how easy it was? Y'all be scared to come out here and play the games. Okay. Now I'm scared. Because I feel like the next one's going to be hard. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. I'm going to make it easy. No, go ahead. Make it however you want to make it. Camera lady, can you hand me that water bottle right there? Okay, water. Let's see. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best one. I don't know why I didn't. I had to. Th- I gotta think about this. Okay, so here, here's the water. <laughs> That's water. That water. Is in fact water. Okay, think about it as a body of water. Mm. Mm. Oh, gonna pour it on the roadcaster. Look at the devil working overtime. <laughs> <laughs> is that a good description? <laughs> I'm walking on water. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Who in the Bible walking? <laughs> Because we sit down and there's limited things you can do. Man, who walked on water in the Bible? That had to have been Shadrach. Please stop playing with me. Uh, that was Jesus walking on water. Who else? What? Somebody else walking on water? Who was he encouraging <laughs> to come out there? All right, don't get on here playing. Oh, Lord. Jesus did, in fact, yeah, walk on the water. So you get also, a half point. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me think. Who me. was he telling to come out in the boat and not be scared to walk on the water? Oh, uh, that was the. Uh, nah, come say, on, K okay, through twelve. No child left behind. They left me behind. They left you. It's been a long time. I've been through school. Through to the wolves. Can you start with a P? Uh, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peter. Oh, half yeah, credit. I'm sorry. Okay. Half yeah. credit for Jesus. Okay. 
Okay, so two more. My Bible teacher shaking their head. I know that's right. Two more. Okay. <laughs> that better not be what I think it is. Is that Jesus on the cross? <laughs> <laughs> Period. There we go. Frank gave me the kindergarten. It's not, it's not as hard as you think. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna set this one up. Okay. Okay. I gotta tell you what I'm passing out because I ain't got no fish or loaves. Wait, you just gave it away. I didn't tell you. Oh, you right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our game. <laughs> oh no! I, I, I had Who a feeling. Was... I thought you was gonna do that one because it's like very like yeah, easy to like yeah. passing out. Okay, so since I gave the last one away, you got mm -hmm. three out of three. Good job. So he just played. Charades on the Ariana Grande podcast. Anyway, y'all, so we're going to move into my next segment whenever this audience stops clapping. Thank you. We're going to move into my next segment, Graceful Guidance, and then we're going to wrap this up. So Graceful Guidance, y'all, is a new segment that I have where you guys send in inquiries, anything you may be struggling with, anything you may be going through. If you need advice or if you need just any kind of direction that you think I may be able to help with, you can definitely send your inquiries to my DMs at my Yahweh or Yahweh podcast page or to my email at Yahweh or Yahweh at gmail.com. So, we have a scenario from one of my listeners, and she wanted to remain anonymous. I would give y'all shouts out if y'all don't want to remain anonymous, but... Don't be scared. This one, she wanted to remain anonymous. So, it says, and you're going to help me break this down. Yeah. Sure. So, this is the graceful guidance. So, hi, Mallory. First, I want to say I love your podcast. I am so proud of you, but I'll go ahead and get into the issue that I have been having. I've been trusting God for a new job. I was laid off earlier this year in July. Since then, I've been applying everywhere with no positive responses or interviews scheduled. I'm trusting God, but I'm starting, but it's starting to turn into worry because I have responsibilities and I'm falling behind. How do I keep my eyes on Jesus in this season of my life? Wow, that's really good because I went through that earlier this year, mm -hmm. like with unemployment. Um, the thing that I would say, you just have to trust him. I know it's easier said than done. Um, because when I was in that situation, I was feeling like there was no hope. And I was like, okay, God, when is my next big thing coming so I can make sure? I know you're a provider, but just in the physical realm, I need to make sure I have a job because the bills don't stop. Mm -hmm. So what I would say, make sure you do practical things like making sure your resume is up to par. So making sure you, first of all, start with your resume and then make sure it is targeting all of the experience for the jobs that you're applying for because it really starts with your resume. Um, and that's just recruiter advice because I'm a recruiter. I do that for my nine to five. So just making sure your resume is on point, um, then applying to all the different jobs that you are looking for, um, making sure that you are looking for actual real jobs because there's so many scams online right now just for people to get your information, just making sure you're on credible websites, different stuff like that, building connections on LinkedIn, any mm -hmm. platform that is like a job source, I would make sure that you're plugged into it and kind of looking and searching and applying different ways other than just Indeed um, because there's multiple ways you can apply. But as the spiritual side, I say wait on God's timing. I know that you said that it's looking like there is no um, positive responses coming in, but you have to not focus on what you're seeing. You have to focus on the unseen, and that's what faith is, focusing on the things that are not seen because you know God is a provider, and he's going to take care of you. He's not just going to leave you out there because I'm sure no day has went by since you lost your job that you haven't eaten. 
And if it has, reach out to me. Get, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> we got you a Popeye's gift card. Slide your little on cash. Slide your But my thing is just making sure that you are putting your faith in God, putting your trust in Him. And I know it's easier said than done because when you're actually in the situation, it feels like, oh, everybody telling me to trust the Lord, but they're not in this situation. That's how I feel. Because people were like, oh, you'll get a job. You'll just keep the faith. You really have to keep the faith. He's not going to let you go without. When they say God is my shepherd, I shall not want. That means you shall not want for anything if you are one of his followers if you believe in him you have no lack like you have every single thing you need i'm sure you've had a roof over your head your bills they may be falling behind but you're he's making a way for you still even in this moment and i think what he wants us to do is kind of slow down and just reevaluate what's going on and just see that he is our ultimate provider um, he's not gonna just leave you out there and i really would i can't i can't express that enough because i went through that yeah. What would you give the advice? What advice would you give to homegirl? <laughs> Quit playing. What could I <laughs> You just talked for 20 minutes. <laughs> what could I possibly add to that without repeating everything you just said? You said everything. You gave him the practical advice. <laughs> you gave him the spiritual advice. What, I don't know. Give him mental. How about that? Man, look here. <laughs> this is what you gonna do? You gonna pick yourself up by your bootstraps? <laughs> you gonna stay prayed up, I'm man? I'm to play with you. Man, go stay to the gym. Up, for sure. Man, go for a walk. They ain't got no money for a gym me? membership. If they... <sighs> That's not true. Planet Fitness ten dollars a month. And, and that was his advice. advice. <laughs> that was his you advice. Every, okay, you're right. I, I don't have a job, so <laughs> I'm gonna go to the gym. <laughs> Why you gonna do something? You gonna do something the house and be sad all day? That's what I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. We was vibing. I was you on the flow crying. I was I was trying to protect you. Well, every day. Some days were better than others. Right. So I'm gonna tell you that. Some days you eating a five piece from Crumpy. Lemon pebble hot on the side. Period. Come other on. days Kool-Aid. you eating gas station chicken, but you still ate. Hello, darkness. That's all that my that's all that matters. I'm, keep the faith. Don't let nobody like keep speaking negative over your situation or over your and pray about it. We always get into modes where we like, Thanks. oh, this is happening to me, but we never pray about it. Like I have this friend, he always asks me, I'll be like, oh, well, I'm going through this, I'm going through that, I'm going through this. Did you pray about it? And I'll be like, I actually didn't. <laughs> so pray about it. Like I know it sounds like trivial advice, but if you actually pray about it and sit and wait for the Holy Spirit to give you your next step, maybe he's waiting on you to come to him. Maybe he's waiting on you to have that come to Jesus moment where you actually sit and reflect on, hey, what's my next move? What am I doing next? Like, and he might have something to tell you. He might tell you, I don't want you working a nine to five no more. I got this purpose for you. That's what happened to me. That's why it's important to have that time by yeah, yourself. That, Quiet. I'm telling you that personal time say with God. To you. Yeah. I better make it a priority like it's not we're not just saying this because oh this is not just self-help advice like literally he put us we were created to worship Jesus he wants to be in every single situation that is troubling us (laughs) and I hope that helped Cause look, Grace forgot it's, it. It's an exercise in faith. Yeah, really? definitely. Cause exercising Gosh. your faith is just waiting on Him to do something for you. Yeah. It's just nothing but a test, and you'll come through, and you'll have a testimony. Test. You'll come through the storm. He'll never leave you no forsake. I'm telling you now. Right. All right. So that was graceful guidance. So, babe, I thank you so much for coming on the podcast <laughs> today. You've been a great guest. I was worried about him a little bit, y'all. So I'm gonna end with the ending quote. No, I was I was very stressed and very anxious. Really? Yeah, I just didn't say no. 
I'm still anxious, anxious right now. Uh, all my guests say that, but they get on the camera and you have fun, right? Yeah. He had a good old time. So I just want to end with an ending quote. Uh, your dreams don't work unless you do. So make sure you're getting out there and putting in. What's <laughs> <laughs> funny? Man, go ahead. What's funny? I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> what is wrong with him? That is a good quote. You're right. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Okay, that's your ending quote. You <laughs> <laughs> just changed the ending quote on me. Maybe I should have no, ran this by my CEO. No, it's, uh, the, same, it's the same. What is it? Uh, what's under a CEO? COO. What is hey, that? Right, right. Code. COO. COO. What is that? Code. I don't know what CEO stands for. All right. I don't know what it's just letters. Corporate. It. Executive officer. Is that it? No, I just made that up. <laughs> but anyway, y'all, two ending quotes for you. Your dreams don't work unless you do, and what? Oh, you miss 100 What? You yeah. miss 100%, you miss 100% of, the of the shots you don't, don't take. take. That's so you don't, is what? cliche. Is what? <laughs> anyway, so tell the viewers where they can find you, silly Billy. Uh, at CG the Goat on everything. Everything. Instagram, Twitter. Snapchat. <laughs> I'll just if y'all add him on Snapchat, don't add me on Snapchat. I, I don't be on there. No, nobody Facebook, be on Snapchat. TikTok and YouTube. And he Spotify TikTok famous, y'all. Go follow everywhere. him on TikTok and retweet his stuff. Retweet his music when the yeah. album drops. Yeah, check out my music on everywhere. On yeah, all you ain't service. telling him nothing about your music. Okay, go. Now I feel pressure. <laughs> my back <laughs> hurts. <laughs> I get okay, never mind. What? No. Tell them your album. Come on, baby. Uh, the one who knocks. I just dropped in June. Yeah, Period. my birthday, June second. Make sure you check that out Period. everywhere. CG the goat. Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere. Period. Everywhere where they got a listening platform. So y'all go add him on social media and comment. Flood his comments. Hashtag Y-O-Y-W That stands for Yahweh or Yahweh. We thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And as like always, I'm going to pray us out. My hands, sweetie. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you just for this time of fellowship, Father God. Thank you for letting us be able to just help any viewers that may be going through a tough time right now. Father God, I ask that you enter their lives, enter their hearts, Father God. Give them just a spirit of welcoming you into their lives and into any situation that they may be facing so that you can help them, Father God. Let them know that they are not alone and that you will never leave them nor forsake them. Father God, I ask that you continue to help us evolve. I ask that you continue to help us grow more into more like you every single day Jesus Lord we know when you walk this earth that you are a prime example of how we should be so God just let us become more of who you would have us to be according to your will Father God let us be bold let us be courageous and let us be crazy enough to chase our dreams and to chase after you Father God and to just be a witness to everything that the Lord is doing in this season God I ask that you help any viewers with any depression or anxiety that they may be feeling that you bind it up Father God and you send it back to hell where it belongs I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you continue to help us work on our mental health, our physical health, and just our whole being as a person, Father God, and help us to be better in our relationships, help us to show up way better than we have been, Father God. I ask that you just rain down blessings on us and that we continue to praise your name in the midst of it. Lord, as we part from this place, we'll never part from your presence. In Jesus' name I pray. 
Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you so much, and we are so excited for the rest of the season. Make sure you guys are tuned in. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Share this content with your family, your friends. If you need a pick-me-up, I got y'all. The Lord got my back, so I got y'all back as long as you have me. So we are excited for the next episode to come out. I got my Bible study teacher, Deb, coming on the podcast next week. And I thank you, babe, for coming on the podcast. He been, he wanted to come on the podcast, y'all. So I'm glad he did that. It's your girl, Mally, and CG to go. We out. Wait, it's your girl, the chosen one. We out. <laughs> you love that button. <laughs>